it's not always about the lowest cost. It's about the right coverage and really having, when it comes down to it, having an agent who is invested in you and invested in your business. You want somebody who's going to support you, whether it's coming to your restaurant or using you as a landscaper or recommending you to a friend, you know, definitely have an insurance agent who's invested in you and your future. And it's not always about the dollar sign. Welcome to the Success Differently podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Korf, where we dive in each week to chat about all the things business, marketing, and women doing it like women do. And we're here helping you navigate through all of it. I'm an all-girl mama who traded her iPad for her first camera, grew a successful photo biz, and launched a woman in business magazine for supporting, inspiring, and encouraging women to stand in their power. We'll teach you the expertly discovered secrets to building a business that you love with real talk and honest conversation. Box yourself into a traditional expectation of success? No way. Pull up a chair, get cozy, as you get ready to be challenged and encouraged and learn with us. This is the Success Differently podcast, because as women, we do success differently. Let's dive in. You know, people often look at insurance as this must-have requirement, and not the fun kind of must-have, right? But something you have to do to appease the laws. I had a really good photographer colleague, and after paying for insurance for years, someone broke into her studio. She was devastated to discover that the insurance she was provided with didn't cover current costs of her equipment, which meant she was barely covered at all. Her insurance agent didn't sit with her and find out her goals with her business or what's most important to her in her coverage. I'll never forget that story, and because of it, we'll forever have an agent that I can have a relationship with who understands what's important in my business and not just understands it, but is it excited to see it succeed. Amber is one of those agents. Amber Agdestati is one part of the Agdestati agency that has been proudly serving Tucson for 35 years. She's been working with the agency for 18 of those years and has since her beginnings become a licensed insurance producer, earning many awards at both a local level, being recognized as agency producer of the year, as well as on a national level, as one of the few agency producers to earn the championship award. This award is awarded to only the top agents and producers within the farmer's insurance. She takes great pride in educating her clients on their true insurance needs and prides herself on being a risk advisor. She's also a proud member of BNI Sezona, which helps business owners grow their business through referral marketing and is a board member for Team Lizzie Bell, a local charity benefiting medically fragile children, as well as a member of the Foothills Club of Tucson that focuses on raising funds for nonprofit organizations helping Tucson families and children. Amber and her husband, Cameron, share a son, Maddox, who is seven and two dogs, Harley the Husky and Boba Fett the Tibetan Terrier. They enjoy traveling together and value their time spent together as a family and I'm really excited to bring her to you. So let's go ahead and dive in with Amber. Thanks to the Visibility Lounge for supporting the Success Differently podcast. The Visibility Lounge is a one-stop shop to grow your visibility and publicity for your business. 
It teaches entrepreneurs to skyrocket their audience and establish their expertise. This membership has served thousands of entrepreneurs and helped them grow to five-figure months, as well as book, podcast, stages, and publications. To grow your publicity, you can check them out at jessicacorf.com backslash resources and click the Visibility Lounge. Okay, today I'm so excited because I have Amber on the show. Amber, I'm so excited to have you here on Success Differently. I'm really excited to be here with you, Jessica. Before we dive into the nitty gritty, all the pieces that we're here to talk about today, I'd love to know more about your backstory. How did this become a focus for you? So I kind of fell into insurance on accident. I had started dating my now husband and I was a nanny at the time. So, you know, my income was basically room and board. It was coming up on our first Valentine's Day and I wanted to buy him a gift. And he said, well, you know, my parents could probably use some help in the office. So I literally was coming down to Tucson because I lived in Phoenix at the time. So I would come down to Tucson every few days, stay for a couple of days while he was in school at the time, I would go to the office and literally file papers. That's how long ago this was. Everything we had six, five drawer filing cabinets. And that's what I did to earn a little extra money to buy him a Valentine's Day gift. Turns out I actually really liked it and started answering the phones and talking to people and got my license almost right away and moved to Tucson. That's awesome. How often do you fall into what you really enjoy and love doing by chance? <laughs> I definitely got lucky because I was 22, 21 years old. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I, I love that point. I will, I'm just going to pull out a little bit and talk about how we so often we push kids to know what they want to do by the time they're 18. And you were 22 when you discovered what you loved and it wasn't because of schooling that you fell into it. Not that like the schooling is great, but sometimes it just happens and we just find it. So I love that that happened for you. What does success look like for you? Success for me is doing what you love enjoying it and being able to take that success and give back to whether it's my local community or, you know, volunteering with a local children's charity that I do, Team Lizzie Bell, because I'm able to have a successful family business, I have the flexibility and the time to give back, you know, and that's really what I want to do, to have that option, to have that availability to do that. That's success for me. I think that that's a fantastic point you also just landed on. And it's something I hear more often in women than men, not to say that this isn't a goal for men, but I feel like women more often want to make some sort of a bigger impact and give back to the community. And so that's why I push so much for us to welcome in success, right? Because it's hard to pour from that empty cup. So I love that that's a focus for you too. So as we dive into the insurance industry, which is what you've been doing for how many years did you say now? 18. 18 years. So you've been doing this for 18 years. I'm sure you've come across some misconceptions. What are some misconceptions about your industry? 
A lot of people, you know, the industry itself, you always hear people make comments about insurance or their insurance, whether it's personal insurance or business insurance. The one I hear the most is, oh, well, I can drive any car I want, which is not true. Your insurance doesn't extend. Or I have full coverage. That's just a random term that really doesn't mean anything. So there's a lot of misconceptions about insurance itself. I also run into a lot where people mistake my youth for inexperience. Not so much now that I'm older, but when, you know, like I said, 18 years. So at 23 years old, I was a licensed insurance agent and people didn't want to talk to me because I was young. Or unfortunately, a lot of times I ran into issues where I was inexperienced, even though I had the knowledge because of my youth, it just wasn't something that, you know, people didn't believe was possible that I knew what I was talking about. I think sometimes the idea is that we all know what insurance is, right? Like there's this idea. So everybody just thinks that they know what insurance is. And so you don't always dive deeper. I've heard you guys talk many times about like getting things compared again, getting things double checked again digging deeper as to what's actually being covered. I've heard personally from my friends in the photography business, some really horror stories about what was covered and what wasn't because they kind of just said, I just need this covered. And then the insurance agent didn't ask more questions. And, and so they just thought everything was covered. They didn't dive in deeper. So I definitely want to hear from you. What are three things people don't really think about when it comes to insurance, especially for their business? Yeah. And you did touch on one of those things where people, you know, especially when they're first starting out in business, they will get a contract, you know, they'll bid on a job and they'll get this first big job. And they think, okay, all this company is requiring from me is to carry general liability insurance. So that's all I need. So they will go to an insurance agent who doesn't ask the questions, who doesn't have the experience, and they will tell them, oh, I just need general liability insurance. So they walk out the door with a million dollar liability insurance policy, which is fantastic, but it's not covering their equipment, whether you're a photographer or if you're a landscaper, or I have a plumber that I insure that just bought a $60,000 piece of equipment. And my job as his agent is to make sure that he's got the right coverage. We see that a lot with people starting out who have home-based businesses. They don't think that they need insurance because, well, I'm operating out of my home. So, they just let it go. But if some kind of loss happens, or let's say somebody breaks into your home and steals your equipment, your homeowner's insurance isn't going to cover that. So right out of the gate, even if you're operating from your home, you need to make sure that you've got the right coverage that's going to cover both your liability and the property you use for the business. So that's, that's a huge one that people make right off the bat. I would also say that, you know, as your business grows and expands and you're finally at that point where you can hire employees, which is phenomenal, but I see a lot of people who neglect getting work comp insurance, workman's comp, which is required by the state of Arizona by law. 
and they don't think about that. So they don't have it. And maybe down the road, you know, one of their employees is injured on the job. And now that business that you've worked so hard to build, you lose all of your assets because that you've neglected to take out that policy. So that's another one we see as, you know, business owners are expanding and hiring employees. So you definitely want to make sure that you do have a personal agent so they can sit down with you as you grow and evaluate your needs, because that's huge. You know, also, you need to make sure that you're valuing yourself and realize how important you are to the business as to whether it's your family, how they depend on you and depend on the business. Or for example, I have businesses that have employees that are called key employees. So that business owner cannot run the business without that person. And what we suggest to people is to life insurance, whether it's on yourself so that your family can continue if something happens to you and they no longer have your income from your business because you run the business, you know, you are it, you are heart, soul, bread, butter, everything. And without you, it would be hard for your family to survive or even your business partners, but also on what we would call a key employee. So that employee that you can't run your business without that, you know, you've got to have this employee that does everything for you and you've got them trained perfectly and, you know, they're there for you. But if something happens to them, you have to think about your loss of income and how that's going to affect your business and how long it's going to take for you to find the right person to pick up what they did for you. So that's also something that we really suggest for our business owners as they're growing. If our listeners have not yet read Amber's article in Refashion Magazine that went out in January, and for listening to this way beyond when it went out January 2020, to be clear, I was really fascinated by the topic, really talking about life insurance and how it helps your business, something I had never considered before. And you really brought a new perspective for me too. So if you haven't read that, I highly suggest you pick up the magazine and check that out. What would you say is the best piece of advice that you ever got about running your own business? I would say the best piece of advice I've ever received was don't lose yourself in the day to day. And I have found myself getting bogged down with the little minuscule things and sending out alerts and emails and text messages and all that little things that I, I can delegate to somebody else and I should, but I don't. And I lose myself in that, you know, and I don't take time for myself. And that's probably the best piece of advice I've ever received is just to make sure not to lose yourself. I think that's really fantastic, especially when so many of us are solopreneurs or running a smaller operation and we feel like we're doing all of it. It's easy to, to be one with your business and forget to, that you have you outside of it too. Great piece of advice. Okay. So Typically speaking, insurance is still a fairly male-dominated industry. Tell me what it's like being a female in such a male-dominated industry. It is still very much male-dominated. And I, I'd mentioned that we are a family business. My mother-in-law started this business 35 years ago, and she was one of three female agents in all of Tucson, which is astounding. And even to this day, though there are quite a few more women in the industry, 
it is still very male dominated. It's sometimes it's a struggle. I've had people early on when my father-in-law was still in our office that they only wanted to speak to him. They didn't want to speak to me. And it's, you know, some of that was the youth aspect, but it was also, you know, unfortunately they wanted to speak to a man because they were used to traditionally their insurance person being male. I have to say that we are very lucky in our district here in Tucson that there are quite a few women that our district manager is incredibly amazing and respectful and very encouraging. So that's definitely a positive thing. You know, unfortunately, I do have some of the older male agents who've been around for 40, 50 years completely disregard what I have to say. So it is still a struggle, unfortunately, but it is definitely the winds are changing. So the only thing I can do is just continue to be the best agent I can be and not let it bother me. I think that's a fantastic take on it. And I had no idea that your mother-in-law was basically one of the first and that that's a super interesting fact to me. And I do agree then as I see more and more women come into that insurance industry, that means that balance is coming up, right? I always suggest we're not looking to take over the world, so to speak, right? However, I do think that balance is appropriate and having male and female energies in those spaces is really beneficial to all parties. So I'm glad to hear that it's getting better. Okay. So what would you say right now then is your biggest challenge? My biggest challenge for the last year, honestly, has been staffing. We have really struggled with that. It's been my mother-in-law and myself in our office together for the past probably almost year and a half now, just the two of us. It's been hard to find staff who, you know, values the clientele and our business like we do. Um, because it is our, you know, we joke that for my mother-in-law that it's her third child, you know, she's raised this for 35 years and, you know, we communicate well together and it's hard bringing a third person into that dynamic. We've been really lucky that last month we did bring somebody on and she's phenomenal. So she is definitely helping take those tasks off of my desk and we're just looking to grow at this point. So that's that's been our biggest challenge for the past year and a half. It has been staffing, but definitely headed in the right direction now. So we're looking up. Perfect. I love that. So if someone listening is interested in insurance, should they be connecting with you? Absolutely. We still want to expand our team. You know, marketing would be fantastic, you know, or bringing on another licensed agent, you know, we can help them get licensed. So definitely, I would love to have them reach out to us. Awesome. So that kind of leads into my next question. What would you say is your favorite part of being an insurance agent? My favorite part is we are hands-on with our clients. And that's why you have a personal agent. Absolutely. We have the 1-800 number that you can call after hours or on the weekends and they're there for you. Our clients can actually text our office phone number and I'll answer on the weekends. But it's building that personal relationship and being their risk advisor that if you have a million dollar home, you need to be insuring yourself for more than just the state minimum. And we have that come across a lot. People from other companies, you know, that are just a call center, they realize they're missing something. 
and they will come into our office. And by the time they leave, they realize that they now have personal service, somebody who's going to grow with you. We've got third generation clients, but then they're also making sure they have the right coverage, that there's no gaps that are going to leave them vulnerable, whether it's their business or their personal, that they've got the right coverage for what their needs are. And I love being able to help people with that and educate them. I want to touch on that for just a minute, if I could. A lot of people think they know what is expected of insurance. They get it because they have to, so they don't have the consequences, right? These laws that are required, which means that they often end up with the, the bare minimum, right? They're just getting what they have to get. Do you have any stories that you'd be willing to share with us about somebody who maybe wasn't as covered as they could have been or should have been? And as a result, they saw some really unhappy consequences because they didn't have someone they sat with who helped them really dig in and make sure they had everything they needed. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very thankful that it's not one of our clients. This was a story shared to me with from another insurance agent from Texas. And in Texas, uh, workman's comp insurance is not required by law. It's an option. And he insured an auto body shop that had about five or six workers working for him. One day, the guys came in after watching Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, and they had a client who had brought in a similar vehicle to that. And one of the guys said, look what I can do and decided to try and drift the vehicle. Of course, he lost control because he had no idea what he was doing and ended up pinning another one of the workers against one of the vehicle lifts. The man was paralyzed, you know, unfortunately. And because the business owner had not been advised as to what he should have done and how he should have protected himself, He ended up losing everything. He lost his shop. He lost his home, just absolutely lost everything so that the worker who was injured could get the care that he needed for the rest of his life. And unfortunately, it's one of those moments where they didn't have an agent, you know, to advise them. The agent who told me this was not the gentleman's agent at the time. So that was where the miscommunication came from. But, you know, he knew this person personally and didn't insure them because he didn't want to be properly protected. And the agent didn't want to leave himself vulnerable and didn't feel good leaving the client vulnerable. So that's probably one of the worst horror stories I've ever heard. You know, thankfully, our clients, we we make sure to go out of our way to educate them. So we personally haven't had an issue like that occur, which is in 35 years is phenomenal. But I do hear, unfortunately, stories like that all the time. I think it's so important to touch on what can happen because insurance, in my mind, is not really just about what's covered by law, especially as a business owner. It's really about taking care of the people working with you and taking care of your business and making sure that your longevity is maintained. And sometimes that requires insurance for those circumstances that you would have never guessed would have happened. So thank you for sharing that. because I think that's an important thing to, to discuss. I also would say that's why I love having an insurance agent who I can speak to directly and have a relationship with, right? So I, I feel like that's a huge difference for starters from things like those 1-800 numbers and how, you know, how cheap can you get it kind of situations. Is there anything else that you think would make a good agent 
personal or 100 number setup, right? What makes them stand apart from the rest as somebody who's important to work with? It's somebody who takes the time to listen to you and ask questions. If you walk in, you know, to an office or you just pick up the phone and you tell them, hey, I need insurance for my business and they don't ask you any questions, they don't know what they need to be covering. They don't know how to protect you. So you definitely want somebody who asks you questions. And I know people get frustrated a lot sometimes when I'm speaking to them and why do you need to know that? Why do you need to know that? Well, I want to make sure that you're not going to lose your shirt if something happens. So it's really about asking questions. If if you talk to somebody and they don't ask you a single question except for what's your address and what type of business it is, you should probably turn around and walk out the door and find somebody who's going to ask you questions. Perfect. So it sounds like you want somebody who's really invested in your business almost as much as you are, and they really care about it succeeding in right. the end. All right. So one of my favorite, favorite questions of this podcast is if you were a lipstick color, what would you be and why? Well, I know the lipstick I have on is Mary Kay Red Roma, which is fantastic. Typically, though, I go with a uh, brighter pink just because it. I think I have a vibrant personality. I love it. You do have a vibrant personality. And for the record, I'm wearing Mary Kay, same color, everything. We're both matching today. <laughs> I think that's great. I sometimes think that this is a hard question for people, but I love that when they really start to dig into it, it really fits in line with their personality. And you are definitely vibrant and fun to be around. And I think that those colors definitely match up for that. All right. So this is kind of like the end of the episode, quick fire 10 I love to do. So these are just, I'm going to toss them out there, kind of like the first answers that come to mind. And it's just for a little bit of fun at the end here. So three words that come to mind when you think of red is? Power, strength, and attitude. Ooh, I like that. All right. What is something people often get wrong about you? God, I don't know. I'm pretty much an open book and it's what you see is what you get. So it's hard for people. I, I can't think of anything people often get wrong about me. Perfect. That's awesome. I like that answer too. <laughs> we all are different and I love it. Last show you bent and loved. Yellowstone. Favorite movie. Gone with the wind. What's your hype song? Ooh, probably Britney Spears' Work Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What's one must-have thing in your morning routine? My Thrive. Which is? It is like a nutritional supplement, but it's vitamins and uh, it's got a patch that people think is a nicotine patch that gives you vitamins throughout the day. It helps me with my energy levels phenomenally. So yeah, I cannot live my day without it. I love it. What's on your nightstand right now? Whole bunch of junk. <laughs> Probably my cell phone charger and my charger for my smartwatch. Okay. What's a snapshot of an ordinary moment in your life that brings you true joy? 
I would have to say almost every morning my son crawls in bed with me and cuddles with me. And for that two minutes that I can get him to hold still and just snuggle with his mom and not be a crazy seven-year-old, that's it. It's perfect. It's that perfect moment in the morning. And then we have to get ready for school and it all goes downhill from there. <laughs> I love that so much. And since I have a six-year-old, some of that I can absolutely relate to. <laughs> What's something that you're deeply grateful for right now? I am, honestly, I am deeply grateful with the way this past, you know, two years with the pandemic and everything that has happened. I am incredibly grateful that I do have my career and I have it because my in-laws started this business 35 years ago because they wanted something that their children could grow with. It just happens to be that it was their daughter-in-law instead of one of their sons who took to it. But every day I'm grateful for that and grateful for them that they started this business and that, you know, we continue it as a family and that it has gotten us through this past two years with, you know, we're very lucky not to have any fear. That's fantastic. And I think that is a fantastic thing to be grateful for. Is there anything else that you'd like to leave our listeners with today? I would say, you know, and you kind of touched on it that it's not always about the lowest cost. It's about the right coverage and really having, when it comes down to it, having an agent who is invested in you and invested in your business. You want somebody who's going to support you, whether it's coming to your restaurant or using you as a landscaper or recommending you to a friend you know, definitely have an insurance agent who's invested in you and your future. And it's not always about the dollar sign. Yes. Perfect. I couldn't have said it better. The last thing I'll ask is where can people find you if they want to connect with you directly more? Yeah, absolutely. So our, our website is your tucsonagent.com. My email address is amber at your tucsonagent.com. And our phone number here in Tucson is 520-881-8000. And they can text that number as well. So, Perfect. So if you haven't had your stuff looked at in a while, or you're thinking maybe I don't have the coverage I thought I did, maybe give Amber a call and see if she can help you get it all set right. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Amber, for being on the show today. I truly am so grateful that you were here with us today and sharing everything that you have been through and your expertise on insurance. And now it's your turn. Get out there and redefine success your way. Thank you for joining us today on Success Differently. Look at you go. You just finished up another episode of the Success Differently podcast, and I couldn't be more excited about it. Was it just me, or did that episode go by way too fast? If you want more, head over to successdifferently.com for show notes and all the discount links from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new circle of women who are movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas off of, ask questions, and get inspired, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at theredmag.com. I can't wait to see you there.